powered by Clear Vision Development Group. This is Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast. Each week, we'll provide you with top business insights, fresh perspectives from world-class guests, and the tools you need to lead better than before. And now, here's your host, author and business coach, Tony Richards. Welcome, everyone, to another edition. Happy New Year from Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards along with producer Bill. Hello, Tony. Welcome to 2019, everyone. And uh, we have a abbreviated show today for uh, your New Year's Day and New Year's Week. And we're so happy to be a part of another year. Thank you for your faithful listenership. Of course, you can subscribe to our podcast in many different places and coming soon, to the C-Suite Radio Network, and we'll have more details on that here in 2019. So, welcome to a new year, Bill. Yeah, happy new year to you, too. Did you know that New Year's was not always celebrated on January the 1st? I didn't know that. The earliest New Year festivities date back 4,000 years, and at that time, the people of ancient Babylon began their new year in what we now call March. Interesting. They would have an 11-day festival to celebrate the beginning of spring. We don't do that anymore. You get your day off, get your butt back to work. You don't get 10 more days off. The fact that crops were being planted for the coming year was a big celebration. The calendar that we use today, which is known as the Gregorian calendar, was introduced 400 years ago by Pope Gregory VIII in 1582. He declared once and for all that January 1 should be New Year's Day. And since that time, much of the Western world has celebrated the start of the year just like you do on the 1st of January. Hmm. Here on the North American continent, we often ring in the new year by gathering with family and friends for parties, special meals, and spectacular fireworks. Yes, my neighbors are very uh, good at that. (laughs) They they like the fire. Oh, yeah, they do. And uh, black-eyed peas. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, my father does that. Does the black-eyed pea Mm -hmm. thing? Is there something else with it? I'm not sure he does cornbread with it. Yeah. Oh, God, a man after my own heart. (laughs) You sure he's not a Southern man? (laughs) He's a Missouri guy. Cornbread and black-eyed peas sound like a Southern guy. Yeah, well, his family's from Kentucky. Oh, there you go. I knew I liked you. In Greece... A gold or silver coin is baked into a cake called a vesselapita, and the person who gets the piece of cake with the coin in it is said to have luck the rest of the year. Now, I've got some Greek in my background. I have never had a vesselapita. <laughs> Maybe I should start doing that. And if you're the only one eating the cake, you will get the coin, right? Chances are good. Yeah. Leave it to me to scheme something up. In Spain, they eat 12 grapes at midnight, and that's supposed to bring 12 months of happiness. I'll make sure to have my grapes ready this year. (laughs) Well, because of the dogs, grapes are poison to dogs. And so we don't keep a lot of grapes at the house. In Bolivia, families often hang small homemade dolls outside their houses for good luck. Hmm. In Japan, at midnight on New Year's Eve, gongs sound to banish bad spirits, to leave the old year behind and welcome in the new one. That's what we need here in the studio. We need a gong. I like that. (laughs) <laughs> Dutch and and the Dutch they make bonfires in the street 
using their previously used Christmas tree. Oh, very efficient. Yeah. So they take their Christmas tree that they use for the Christmas holiday and then have a bonfire on New Year's. <laughs> that is very smart, actually. If a lot of people wander around going, does it smell like pine to you? <laughs> I guess that saves it from going into the landfill. Okay, Portuguese. I threw something from Portugal in here for you, Bill. Oh, thanks. Since you've got that targeted as a possible destination for your retirement. Portuguese children go from house to house and sing songs for neighbors. Ah. So when you get your house in Portugal and it comes around on New Year's Day and I have to do this show with you on Skype, we'll be interrupted by little kids coming to your house and singing. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But here's the deal. You got to have candy and coins for them when they come. Ah, so, well, sounds like I'm turning the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a li- there's a little Halloween in their new year. Yeah, and a little bit of Christmas caroling. Yeah, but you got to tip them with candy and coins. So there's usually a song we sing at midnight on New Year's Eve, and I'm sure this past Monday night a lot of people were singing Old Lang Syne. Mm-hmm. But at every New Year's Eve party I've ever been to, there's a lot of people that don't know the words. That would be me included. <laughs> Old Lang Syne. <laughs> na, 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 na. So anyway, its title means time's gone by. While the song is an old Scottish tune, a Canadian band leader named Guy Lombardo is responsible for making it the New Year's tradition. He performed the song at midnight at a New Year's Eve party in New York City in 1929, and it was broadcast on the radio and television stations around North America for the holiday for years after. Even though it's become the go-to song every New Year's Eve, nobody knows the words. (laughs) (laughs) That's because we only hear it once a year. There's only four verses to this song. Okay, so are you ready? I'm ready. We're a little late because everybody already sang it. But if you want to keep this podcast around for next New Year's, you'll have the words, okay? Should old, old, A-U-L-D, not old, old. Should old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind? Should old acquaintance be forgot in days of old Lang Syne? For all Lang Syne, my dear, for all Lang Syne, We'll take a cup of kindness, dear, yet for all Lang Syne. That's it. Nice. You just keep doing that over and over. <laughs> but it's funny to watch. Yes, I agree. <laughs> it's funny. And to it's watch. a catchy tune. And half the people are in the tank, you know. <laughs> and they think they're just nailing it. <laughs> all right. As in many homes on New Year's Day, Janet and Nigel, a happy married couple, faced the annual conflict of which was more important on television, a football game on TV or the lunch. Hoping to keep the peace, Nigel ate lunch with the rest of the family and even lingered around for some pleasant after-lunch chat before retiring to his lounge to turn on the TV. Some minutes later, Janet looked in to see how he was doing and graciously even brought a cold beer for Nigel. She smiled, kissed him on the cheek, and asked what the score was. Nigel said, it's halftime, dear. I missed the whole first half of the game, and it's still nothing to nothing. And she said, see, you didn't miss anything. (laughs) Nice. 
Jemima was taking an afternoon nap on New Year's Eve before the festivities. After she woke up, she confided to Max, her husband, I just dreamed you gave me a diamond ring for a New Year's Day present. What do you think that means? Well, you'll know tonight, Max said. At midnight, as the new year was coming in, Max approached Jemima and handed her a small package. Delighted and excited, she opened it, and there in her hand rested a book called The Meaning of Dreams. <laughs> well, now she knows what the dream meant. This is a little New Year's humor, Bill. Just a little, well, you know, not very much, just a little. <laughs> Well, that last story is very similar to your Christmas story. There's some commonality there. Yeah. All right. Here, here's, here's my favorite. Are you ready? And then we'll take a little break here. And I'm going to talk to you about using your strategic time for yourself this week to set some guidelines and goals for the future. So it's called How to Create the Future. On New Year's Eve, Marilyn stood up in the local bar and said, it's time to get ready, everybody. It's time to get ready. At the stroke of midnight, she wanted every husband to be standing next to the one person who made his life worth living. Well, it was kind of embarrassing because the clock struck midnight and the bartender was almost crushed. (laughs) Okay, Better Than Before is sponsored by University Subaru. And right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. Hi, I'm Dave Drain. And I'm Dan Burks. And we're the owners of University Subaru. As a locally owned business, we care for our community. We know how important it is to give back because this is our home. During the Subaru Share the Love event, get a new vehicle and Subaru will donate $250 to those in need. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. From here, been here, and we will always be here for you. Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Are you working twice as hard but enjoying fewer rewards? Maybe you're highly accomplished, but you just can't seem to break through and make the next big move or you run a business that has begun to grow stagnant. It doesn't have to stay that way. Even the best leaders have felt as if their careers were spiraling out of control, but that's when they had to lead and lead big. Tony Richard's new book, The Big Idea, 52 Ways to Be a Better Leader Now, will help launch you forward in leadership. Learn how to take charge and lead yourself, lead others, and lead your company. Purchase online today at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and our website, clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to this special New Year's Day edition of Better Than Before. I'm Tony Richards, and in this leadership lesson, I'm going to talk about how to create the future, and I want you to use this in your time with yourself. You know, several weeks ago on one of our episodes, I talked about setting aside some strategic time to spend with yourself to make yourself better or to think or to journal, and so uh, since we're kicking off 2019, I thought it'd be good to talk about creating the future during your time with yourself. Peter Drucker said, the only way to predict the future is to create it. 
Anxiety, worry, fear are all caused by nervousness over the unknown. Predictability creates confidence. If you know how things are going to turn out, you can be much more confident. If you are driving in traffic in a major city and you grew up in that city and you know all the streets, you probably got a lot of confidence about your destination. Conversely, if you've never been to that city before and it's the first time you're visiting and you're driving and you're downtown, your palms may be sweaty, your voice might be tight and terse, and your actions a little erratic. Why? You've never been there before. Confidence is low. You're not sure what the outcome's going to be. So the way to confidence is clarity and predictability. This is where you need to take ownership of your future because there's nothing that can be more unclear and more unpredictable than tomorrow or next month or next quarter or this year. Know what you want to achieve in this year. Know what you want to achieve in the coming quarters. Know what you need to do in the next few weeks. Know what you need to do in the next few days. Know what you want to do today. A couple of suggestions in your strategic time. First one is brainstorm with yourself. Get quiet. Write down all your thoughts and ideas. Clarify them on paper. Let your mind go free. Brainstorming is a time to let yourself totally go. Drop down all the barriers, drop down all the walls, remove all the limitations, and just let your mind free. Only have one rule with yourself. Do not judge your thoughts or ideas. Just try to let the ideas flow as freely as possible. Next is prioritize. Put your thoughts together in the order in which you think they are important. Trimming your vine can help keep your fruit plentiful. So organize your ideas in order of importance to you or to you and your spouse. Third thing is eliminate. The beginning of strategy is always what you're not going to do. So it might be good to make a stop doing list. As soon as you realize there are more reasons not to do something than there is to do it, you won't want it anymore. So think each one of your items through and prioritize them and eliminate some stuff that you don't really want to do. Visualize. Begin to take your priorities one by one and think them through to completion. Reverse engineer your way to success. All goal setting begins at the end with the outcome and then work your way back to the first step today. Play this movie as often as you can in your daily thought life. This will definitely help you create your own future. I got two very important year beginning questions for you. So kicking off the year question number one. This year, how will you narrow the gap between your current ability and your desired skill level? So you have your current state of abilities today, and then you have your desired skill level at this time next year. So between January 1st, 2019 and December 31st, 2019, how are you going to close that gap? 
Now, this question simply is challenging you to develop a strategy you can use to close the gap between where you are today and where you want to be in 12 months. And in your strategic planning with yourself, you need to take some time to carefully craft the strategy which will take you where you want to go. And it all starts with being brutally honest with yourself. It all starts with reflection on this past year and what real achievable results to reach for in this next 12-month period. You might also get feedback from five trusted individuals on what you do well and also on what you need to do better. We use very powerful assessment data with our clients to get us an idea of where they are today, which we use for a benchmark, and then where do we want to see that data 12 months from now. And if you don't have that, then you have to go to people that are very close to you, who know you very well. And here's the most important piece, that you trust implicitly that have your best interests at heart. Important kickoff of the year, question number two. Who are you going to bring into your life this year that you can seek counsel from and good advice? This one's definitely linked to what I just talked about. Because everyone needs honesty and feedback. The problem is most people are really bad at it. Fear of rejection, fear of losing a relationship will many times prohibit us from giving real good feedback to help people grow. That's why you need a coach. I coach CEOs almost every single day. And one of the reasons they hire me to coach them is because I'm always totally honest. I don't really worry about hurting their feelings. I don't worry about us losing our relationship because our relationship is solid and they trust me to tell them the truth. Only when you know the truth can you advance. When you do not understand the reality of a situation, you are always stuck. Now, I call this uh, your inner circle. If you can have five people in your life who will be honest with you and give you good feedback, that's awesome. But I'll also tell you, this is why people hire coaches, because it's not easy to find those people. Most people can only find two to three of those people. Finding five is very difficult. They are genuinely hard to find, and they are priceless uh, in your life as far as giving you the feedback you need to grow. The best way to predict the future is to create it. And you can spend a little bit of time with yourself every week working on this process to continually challenge yourself to always have a better year. That's your leadership lesson. I've got a special poem for New Year's coming up next on Better Than Before. Hi, I'm Dave Drain. And I'm Dan Burks. And we're the owners of University Subaru. As a locally owned business, we care for our community. And we know how important it is to give back because this is our home. During the Subaru Share the Love event, get a new vehicle and Subaru will donate $250 to those in need. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. From here. Been here. And we will always be here for you. Subaru will donate $250 to purchaser or lessee selected national and hometown charities. See retailer or Subaru.com slash share for details. Receive weekly coaching tips from Tony Richards, delivered straight to your inbox. Whether you're a CEO or an entrepreneur, Tony can help you reach your goals and give you a competitive edge within your industry. Tony's Monday Morning Coaching Memo covers topics ranging from leadership development to teamwork to company culture and more. 
text the word leadership to 38470 to sign up for Tony's Monday morning coaching memo or sign up online at clearvisiondevelopment.com. Welcome back to Better Than Before. This is Tony Richards on your Clear Vision Development Group Leadership and Business Podcast. And from time to time, I like to do a segment called Poets of My Generation. It's singers and songwriters who have written great pieces of art in my generation that I'd like to share. Bill, do you like Dan Fogelberg? Uh, he's all right. He's all right. He's not your favorite. He's not Led Zeppelin or anything. <laughs> right. Yeah. But Dan Fogelberg did a song in 1980 called Same Old Lang Syne. Uh, very sentimental. Which is uh, connected to Old Lang Syne, which is the New Year's song we talked about earlier in the show, right? Mm -hmm. So I thought I would do this rendition of Same Old Lang Syne by Dan Fogelberg for New Year's 2019 for this Poets of My Generation segment on Better Than Before. Met my old lover in the grocery store. The snow was falling Christmas Eve. I stood behind her in the frozen foods, and I touched her on the sleeve. She didn't recognize the face at first, but then her eyes flew open wide. She went to hug me, and she spilled her purse, and we laughed until we cried. We took her groceries to the checkout stand. The food was totaled up and bagged. We stood there lost in our embarrassment as the conversation lagged. We went to have ourselves a drink or two, but couldn't find an open bar. We bought a six-pack at the liquor store, and we drank it in her car. We drank a toast to innocence. We drank a toast to now. We tried to reach beyond the emptiness, but neither one knew how. She said she'd married her an architect who kept her warm and safe and dry she said she would have liked to say she loved the man, but she didn't like to lie. I said the years had been a friend to her and that her eyes were still as blue, but in those eyes I wasn't sure if I saw debt, doubt, or gratitude. She said she saw me in the record stores and that I must be doing well. I said the audience was heavenly, but the traveling was hell. We drank a toast to innocence. We drank a toast to now. We tried to reach beyond the emptiness, but neither one knew how. We drank a toast to innocence. We drank a toast to time, reliving in our eloquence another Auld Lang Syne. The beer was empty, and our tongues were tired, and running out of things to say. She gave a kiss to me as I got out, and I watched her drive away. Just for a moment, I was back at school and felt that old familiar pain. And as I turned to make my way back home, the snow turned into rain. Dan Fogelberg, a poet of my generation. Very nice. Better Than Before is brought to you by University Subaru. Right now, when you get a new Subaru during the Share the Love event, Subaru will donate $250 to a charity in need. From here, been here, always will be here. University Subaru, your truly locally owned dealer. Thanks for listening this week, and thanks for making us a way to kick off your 2019. Happy New Year, everyone. 
from our associate producer, Whitney Coker. Our chief producer is Bill Foster. And I'm your host, Tony Richards, wishing you the happiest of New Year's from Better Than Before. And remember, everything gets better when you get better. Thank you for listening to Better Than Before with Tony Richards, a business leaders podcast powered by Clear Vision Development Group. For more resources from Tony, visit clearvisiondevelopment.com. Join us next time for another episode of Better Than Before with Tony Richards. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.